What about the taco meat stuff? The what? The classic flavor? Huh? The one with the goofy label? Here. What's goofy label? What are you... Classified Phoenix. If found, repeat key phrase. Echo Tango X-Ray 997. Yeah, sounds delicious. Anyway, it looks like taco meat and... Good morning, morning Greendale. Greendale. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community, Season 2, Episode 6, Epidemiology. Everyone, y'all, everyone listening, it is time for our newest and greatest segment, Outsourcing Mike's Bits. That means I have to go find the music to put Yes, under you this. do. You okay. should just save Great. it on your computer. <laughs> so I'm going to just do a quick shuffle on the What the Heck deck, which we know is poorly named. Oh, uh-huh. I'm still... oh, some good shuffling sounds over here. Don't know if they came through. Oh, now I have to find a, a sound effect for shuffling cards. Excellent. So, so are you ready Great. for today's uh, uh, card from the pod deck? Uh, do I have a choice? You uh, do not. Excellent. Okay. Could she, could, first off, great question. Great question. Love them. Keep keep bringing them up. Here's my question for you. Okay. What, what is your favorite microwavable food? What favorite. is your favorite microwavable food? Favorite microwavable food. Okay. Um, I feel like this is a lot less interesting than last time where I was <laughs> yes, like, is. I get to commit cool crimes and leave cool calling cards and be a mastermind slash murderer or sure. maybe a petty burglar. Sure. Um, I had options. This is just like, tell me a food you food? like food? What that garbage you want to put in a microwave. Are you, you going to garbage up this week? Um, uh, that's a good question, actually. I mean, I do most of my own cooking. <laughs> so. Sorry, my favorite part is, you know, this doesn't have any questions. Now, hold on. This, hold on. This is actually a good one. This, let's, okay. let's think this okay. through. Let me, let me take this back. This is not a good question. Okay. This is a surprisingly difficult question. Mm. In that... I see. It is difficult to find the, the your preference, but it is not a good question to have a lot of discussion off of, which is tend yes. to be what a podcast is about. Uh, because we're all working from home and it's impossible to like do lunch when you're working from home. Uh, we like getting little frozen burritos and we eat them for lunch sometimes. That's my that's my answer, I guess. Um, I do occasionally good. I do occasionally get this like intense craving for pizza rolls mm-hmm. even Who though doesn't? even though they are garbage mm-hmm. and inevitably no matter how long you wait for them to cool the first one will be 900 degrees fahrenheit mm-hmm. absolutely uh that is hold on a second 900 are you going to convert fahrenheit <laughs> To Celsius. Yeah, you got that it. Is you're, you're doing you're doing a, a service for our UK listeners. 482 degrees Celsius. That's hot in in your mouth. Like <laughs> inevitably, it does not matter. It does not matter how long you've waited for that thing to cool. It will. You'll take a bite, and the sauce cheese mixture will explode 
into your mouth in a piping hot goo that burns every everything. And then the rest of them are like, yeah, this hits the spot. And then 20 minutes later, you're like, why did I eat these things mm-hmm. again? 20 minutes later, uh, that's, you're that's like... The, that's the <laughs> cycle of pizza yeah. rolls. 20 minutes later, you're like, I have... Uh, I think I would prefer death at this point. Um, yeah, no, that's a good one. Although I believe you've been talking recently about uh, having uh, uh, pretzels that you could microwave. Uh, well, I make those pretzels. They're not microwavable pretzels or homemade pretzels that then i freeze mm. and then reheat so I see i take this question to be like what frozen foods what do frozen you purchase nonsense what food? what do you purchase at the store and then throw in a microwave because by that de- by the definition of literally anything you microwave it's the leftover indian food from the <laughs> right. indian food place nearby me that rules because it's great like that's that's great but I'm not counting that as microwavable food. Well, I mean, it's it's. I guess now we're talking about how how deep is our classification system for foods? Um, homemade. We versus need a taxonomy yeah. of microwavable food. So uh, my answer to this, <laughs> uh, not not the taxonomy. No, absolutely not. I'm not thinking that that one through anymore. Um, but my f- favorite uh, current microwavable food is hot dogs. They're very good to microwave up. Real fast, two minutes or so with with a nice little cup of water in there. They're nice and ready to go. You pop them in into a bun. You put some some. I uh, almost said chocolate. I meant ketchup. Uh, you put some ketchup <laughs> on there, and then you're good to go. You can maybe even if you have a little bit of diced onion, just top it on there. You know whatever you want. I mean, it's a hot dog. You eat a hot dog the way you want a hot dog. Um, but I will say that in some of my uh, days of trying to lose weight. Uh, cause I'm a bigger man. Um, I have done, uh, what I, hold on. I believe they're called the lean cuisine cafe steamers. Okay. That sounds like a sex thing, but that's, it fine. does. Um, yes, they're the, uh, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I miss uh brand. It's the healthy choice cafe steamer. I apologize for that brand, uh, brand crime. I just did. They basically are a two, tiered uh frozen thing that you put in the freezer and there are two tiers so the bottom has all the sauce and the top has like the rice oh and yeah the okay i've had stuff. those before mm-hmm. and then you, you microwave it and it it uh it steams all the stuff on top you pour it in the bottom you shake it up it's fine uh because again trying to lose weight and there's not enough food in there for for people that are you know of a healthy weight no Um, i've had i've had those before and every time i'm like cool so that was a good half a meal yeah i'm gonna have another one and then it's like if i'm eating two of these why did i just not eat real food (laughs) right also Uh, i did however lose some weight doing that but i think it was more about me reducing my calorie intake and walking to uh walking about a mile both ways to my college campus also going back to the hot dog thing because it's very important because you screwed up and said you were about to say putting chocolate on yes. the hot dog and then now, I sa- and then i said to myself put the screw up in it, there will be I, something funny i'm sure i have and never been are. to chicago but as i understand it chicagoans would rather you put the chocolate on it than ketchup so because apparently the rule the 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 one rule in chicago is oh obey the bean 
the giant silver bean, you sure. must obey it at all times. The second rule of Chicago. I've been there. I've I've paid my respect to the bean. The second rule of Chicago is da bears. Sure. The third rule of Chicago is no ketchup on hot dogs. Sure. And These are the three rules of Chicago. And of that's course. that's it. So, you know, put the chocolate on it for all I mm. care, but you know, I mean, I'm the me being the hypothetical Chicagoan because I've never been to Chicago because I refuse to obey the bean. <laughs> I'm not allowed in Chicago because of that. Sure, but that that's the reason. That's the reason, but if I was playing the part of a Chicagoan, I'd be like, put the chocolate on it. That's fine. What do I care? Sure. No ketchup. No ketchup. Uh, and yeah, I am not a Chicagoan either, as you could probably tell by the the fact that this is, I believe, the first time Chicago has come up on either either of our podcasts. Um, uh, I'm gonna. T- I know you're not from Chicago because you put ketchup on your hot dog, and that that's a pretty good indicator as well. I don't, you know, put a salad on top. Do uh, you obey the bean? Of course I do. When when I'm okay. in the when I'm in the bean sphere of influence, of course. Okay. All right. How it's far does a, that bean? It how far does the bean influence? It does not reach to Portland. Okay. It does not reach to uh, to Florida, but anywhere else is fair game. That's a big reach. Jeez, have man. you seen that bean? It's a big I've... bean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could pull something out of the the. What is your favorite microwaveable from the food? Microwaveable food card. <laughs> Hooray! We did it. Uh, hashtag obey the bean. Um, we should probably get into this episode of Community that has nothing to do with Chicago or or a bean. Of any kind. Well, actually, no. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to accidentally mix that card back into the deck. Oh, heaven uh, cons- forbid. Considering um, we did it and it wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, went- it was. It ended up being funny, but not because of what was on the card. Yeah, we had to. We had to manufacture some fun out of that, where we didn't have to last last time. But that's okay. They can't all be great. I, I am outsourcing my bits here, so we'll just see what has what the deck has in store for us next week on Outsourcing Mike's Bits. Season 2, Episode 6 of Community Epidemiology. It is Halloween, the spookiest hey, of that. seasons. Yeah, we took a month off, and had we not taken a month off, we would basically be right along the actual anniversaries of season two but we had to take that month off and screwed everything up i i'm fine with it (laughs) you know because these these some people are gonna listen to this podcast uh wildly out of date and you know what maybe they'll be listening to this on some future halloween where we can do such scary things as walk around outside Ooh, that's the spookiest thing of all. Um, yeah, I will say straight up, watching this episode in 2020 is yeah, some feelings. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Whoa! It got very real very fast. Yeah. Like, like and I know I, this you episode know, gets really real real fast, but there's a 2020 lens on it, and it just, ooh, boy. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I was expecting it. Like, I wasn't like... 
oh, right. This episode is like about zombies and sure contagions and whatnot. But I, I was like, boy, like I knew it was coming. And then you watch it and it's it's just like, yep, uh-huh, cool. It is exactly what you think it is. And it is uh, somehow hits you in a place that it it uh, it uh, it's too much. It's a little bit too much. Anyways, the intro is done by George K for some reason, and mm-hmm. he's just and like, outro, let's just, but we'll get there. let's just get into it. I'm George Takei. You know what? Let's just get to it. Uh, the there's a Halloween party at the campus uh, at in the, the library. Lie scary. And Abba is playing the, in the background. It says the lie scary. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Abba's playing in the background. Every uh, let's go through the costumes here real quick. Okay, great. Because I don't. I, I because, have them all filtered through, so this will be fun. Well, because I don't. I don't want to keep interrupting everything with like, oh, and by the way, Annie is a blah blah blah. Yeah, especially because so, most of the the costumes don't really have much to do with the story. It's just they're dressed as this for this episode. Ah. Uh, uh, so Pierce is dressed up as a Star Trek guy. Um, I don't I know if it's he's Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure. His, it's not a super convincing Captain Kirk. So I no, wasn't it's sure just the if shirt, he was. Yeah, but he's also wearing a wig. Um, but uh-huh. there's there's some jokes uh, with it with Jeff being like, if you get any more puffy and cranky, it'll be too real. So that was, uh, that was a funny joke. Jeff is uh, David Beckham, by mm-hmm. which he's just wearing a fancy suit and holding a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Britta is a T-Rex mm-hmm. and has really short, floppy T-Rex arms. Um, Abed and Troy are the alien and Ripley's uh, lo- mechanical loader suit yeah. from the movie Aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a lot of fun, and uh, Annie's little yeah. red, little Red Riding Hood, mm-hmm. and uh, well, we'll get to Shirley because Shirley, yeah, Shirley does have Chang... a, they, there's plot. We'll get yeah. there. We've we've got costumes. Oh, and the dean is Lady Gaga. We didn't even mention that. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, he pulls off. It's a good Lady Gaga yeah. costume. You know, uh, you got you got to give it credit where credit is due. It's very good. Uh, so yeah, and Abba's playing in the background mm-hmm. the whole time. It's uh, only Abba and Dean Pelton's voice memos. And so this is already setting a very weird sort of stage for oh, this episode, yes. especially because the the like compared to last year's Halloween episode, where there's a couple of Dia de los Muertos uh, and vaguely Halloween sort of decorations, yeah. um, but there's not. This is like. A haunted forest in the middle of the lie scary. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling it its real name. Uh, yes, it's it's really well made up, and they even have like a good spread of food, uh, including something called Halloween ash, which I'm surprised anybody ate. But that's a different discussion and and a plot discussion. Um, but yeah, it's dark and moody and kind of amazing. Except for the ABBA that's playing in the background constantly. Right. It is uh, the tonal whiplash in every sentence. There's also uh, a bunch of taco meat um, that uh, is apparently pretty good. Pierce is is uh, pretty into the taco meat. Mm-hmm. And we find out pretty quick from Jeff that it is military surplus meat. Yeah, because uh, 
the dean left the containers in the garbage. Uh, the dean's like, I guess I'll go take out the garbage. Uh. We also, like you said, we do get some of the Dean's uh, voice memos in this playlist, which I, I think it's funny because uh, there is a, a part where he's he's like, oh, check out the check out Netflix for the movie where Greg Kinnear is a ghost. No, an angel. And also something called the human sentence. And then it gets cut off. Right. And I'm There's like, all okay. these like, little tiny tiny needles into his 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 voice memos that are very good i i mean i just remember when the human centipede came out and everyone was like oh my god and now there's like three of them and everyone's like yeah whatever like i haven't it's seen almost- it i don't plan to watch it but i'm like yeah that's a movie like whatever if the dean wants to watch it i don't i don't care because yeah at the, at the time literally if any of my friends either i did have friends who watched it and i was like oh my god why and now i'm like and eh, whatever <laughs> i don't care have fun with that, I guess. Britta uh, can't eat or drink because of her T-Rex hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are. she's having Jeff basically help feed her. Uh, and that's when Annie comes up and she's like, okay, Shirley's costume is once again unknowable, but she is not Miss Piggy. I repeat, not Miss Piggy. You're on your own. <laughs> and Shirley almost instantly comes up. It's like uh, she's wearing a blonde wig, a pink dress, a wa- uh, has a wand and a tiara, and says, Britain, Jeff, guess who I am? And they're like, why don't you just say it? I do feel like this is the worst part of Halloween. Like, and if you're not going to get a, like a store-bought obvious costume. Right. Like you show up and then it's like, okay, uh, who are you supposed to be? Sure, and I mean even and that, last that takes the fun out. And even last year, you can do that store bought, but but Shirley was Harry Potter last year, right? If I remember correctly, uh, yes, it's true. And she nobody was. got that one, and that was pretty pretty well on the nose. It was it was very on the nose. Um, this one, uh, definitely, I think a little bit tougher. There's it a lot is of certainly more ambiguous. Yeah, there's a lot of pink princessy dresses uh or like fairyish sort of dresses or just fancy dresses i mean it could be any of those plus the blonde wig i mean she could yeah. be princess peach that was actually like if i put myself into jeff's shoes and by myself jeff's shoes i mean i put myself in where jeff would be and took jeff out because i can't wear pull off those shoes i mean come on <laughs> um and i thought you know, I probably would guess Princess Peach because, you know, it's a pretty good Princess Peach. But the the thing about it is the wand. She's got she does have a wand and that that confuses things. Right. Um but it's still a better guess than Miss Piggy, I think. It's true cuz a pig nose is so easy to add on top of that. Like if yeah. you're really going for Miss Piggy, you can get a you can get like a, yeah. a pig you plastic pig nose at the dollar store it's fine exactly you've got the wig you've got the tiara you've got the wand why not get the pig nose if you're going for miss piggy is what i'm saying and then people would know like okay you're going for a thing now don't assume there's if there's no pig nose don't assume miss piggy i feel like this is a a a contract we can agree upon as a society this is the social contract that we all agree this is the one this is the we we don't ask for much in this society. 
Lord knows we don't ask for much, but unless we you're in for Chicago, this. in which case you have to obey the bean. Maybe we so, would all be better obeying the bean. This is an obey the bean podcast. Hashtag obey the bean. Are you making a statement that we're officially pro bean on this podcast? I am pro bean. Okay. I have never met the bean, so I cannot say for sure. Mm-hmm. See, this I'm, is the I'm waiting to withhold judgment. You, so, we, we must go to Chicago and meet the Bean together. It's at this point that Pierce is starting to get, to get very sweaty and puffy. Uh, and he is sort of just a little bit like losing his balance. He's acting just a little bit confused. And yeah, to the point where they're confused, like, yeah. they're like, he's, he's acting like how we make fun of him behind his back. Which is Which a pretty is, good is, gag. Uh, but then he uh-huh. gets... He gets tangled up in the blinds of the window and is like, get away from me. Get away from me. Annie takes him over to Rich, who is at the the party. Uh, he is dressed as a banana. Um, and I, I did uh, refer to him the first time we saw him as Doc Pottery would, but that's just my excellent. own personal uh, per- opinion. She, he, she does bring him to somebody that is dressed like a doctor, but isn't. But then Rich is like, I'm a doctor. And, and he's in the banana suit. It's like, it's Rich from Pottery. He he starts looking at Pierce and he's like, "Yeah, this doesn't look great." Uh, oh, but you look great. And there's a lot of like little bit of flirting going back and yeah, forth between Rich and Annie. He's more interested as a doctor in flirting with Annie, which okay, I guess. But weird choice. I mean, it's a party, you know. You didn't expect to have to like look at sweaty puffy dudes tonight. You were like Maybe have you ever been I'll... to a party, Ben? There's all sorts of sweaty, puffy dudes everywhere. <laughs> I, it's that's, been a while since I've... That's the definition of a pa- party. It's been a while since I've been to a party because of the whole pandemic thing, so apparently... Oh, that's I've, right. I forgot. I've I, romanticized I got, them quite a bit. I put... I, I went so much into the fiction of the show that I forgot. I haven't been to a party in months. This is where... More like years, if this let's was be honest. A, if this was a sitcom... It would fade into my imagination where a bunch of uh, very sexy people are having like pillow fights mm-hmm. uh, and drinking fancy cognac or whatever. And I'm standing in the middle of it all being like, this is some sweet party. This is literally a uh, buddy from uh, an earlier episode of Community falling asleep in class and uh, dreaming about uh, uh-huh. Annie and Britta wrestling in, in mud. Yeah, that's my kind of party is what I'm saying. I mean, fair. I, I have I, no opinions on the bean, but I am pro that party. You were. <laughs> I have no opinions on the bean, he says. Yeah, apparently I've just I've it's been a while since I've been to a party because it's just full of sweaty, puffy people. So sorry, we just, the neutrality around the bean is so important to me because it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, look, when this is all You're over, Switzerland about this bean, and I enjoy it. When this is all over, we can go to Chicago. I can meet the bean. I can mm-hmm. form some opinions. We'll have a party full of sweaty, puffy people, and I'll and then eat we'll, a Chicago hot dog. And then you'll eat a Chicago hot dog, and we'll go home, and it'll be a pretty great thing because we'll have gone further than twenty feet from our houses uh, for the first time in ages. I mean, I've driven to the grocery store a couple times. <laughs> That's that's more than 20 feet away from me. But yeah, I know I get what you're going for. 
yeah, so they're they're kind of flirting a little bit. Um, and th- this is when uh, Abed shows up and he's doing his alien thing and he's making like yeah, hissing noises yeah. and he he pretends to sort of go after these uh, these cuties at this party. See, it's not all just puffy people yet. He yet he goes he goes after them and then Troy comes in with his uh, uh, loader uh, robot suit mm-hmm. and he's like. Get away from those hotties. He like gets into a, a fake fight with Abed and then he tries to score some digits with this little move and it, it is doesn't less work. than effective. Here's here's the thing uh, that I think because um, I think I think this is accurate in that I don't think this would play very well at a college where everyone is trying to be cool. I think in our 30s. This sure. is cool again. It comes sure. back around to being cool because okay. by the time you're 30, Halloween is just a fun time to like be a bit of a goof again. Right. So like everyone's excited about it. They're putting 20 foot skeletons in their yards. <laughs> I forgot about the big skeletons. That was literally just a few weeks ago, man. I t- election week took a lot out of us you know what i don't know what day it is anymore what does it matter it's dark at four now but yeah everyone's getting all into halloween right like if you go to if you go on facebook anytime after august 31st people are like welcome to halloween like it's halloween time like everyone gets real into it so Mm. i think now if you went to a party in your 30s and was like I'm the I'm the thing from Aliens, mm-hmm. and then like, I bet some hotties would be like, "Hey, that's fun." Sure. Now, if I may offer a counterpoint, I yes. uh, was in the computer science dorm in uh, at my college. It would have played at my okay. college. I can guarantee you that. So you were in a nerd dorm. Okay. Oh, absolutely! I was in the nerd dorm. Have you met me? <laughs> I just wasn't aware there were nerd dorms. Uh, maybe not in most colleges, but at mine there was. The The only thing we had at mine was uh, there was a specific uh, dorm that uh, was sort of intended. It wasn't specifically uh, strict. Like, it wasn't off limits to everyone else. But there was one dorm that was sort of the uh, performing arts dorm. Mm-hmm. Because sure. when you're around performing arts kids all the time, you hear like trumpets at like three in the afternoon because someone has to practice or, right. you know, sure, yeah. people going through lines or whatever. So uh, that was it. So we had an art nerd dorm. Um, I don't know how that would have played. I think Probably, that's a 50-50. I think that's that, a coin flip. You're right. I think... I think the pop culture nerd is a little different than the art mm-hmm. nerd because then you'll because pop culture nerd you do you do this uh, Ripley xenomorph dance you can get some chicks uh, or, mm-hmm. or or men or whatever you're looking for that's fine it doesn't really matter now with the performing arts art nerd you kind of have to go avant garde if you know you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. uh, so yeah dress uh, up Troy as is- a Georgia O'Keeffe painting. Uh, I mean, that's a statement because that's basically a painting of a vagina there, my dude. So, well, that's what I'm saying. It's the avant-garde statement. Does, does that it's about get the, the statement? Ben, it's about the statement. Troy is embarrassed because this 
this ploy, Troy's ploy failed to Ooh, deploy. The ploy of Troy. I've been watching a lot of BoJack Horseman again, and they do a lot of wordplay like that. So I'm like in that mode. So anyways, <laughs> uh, Troy's look, ploy look, fails to deploy. Look, keep an eye out for Ben's podcast about BoJack Horseman. That may or may not exist someday. And now he's annoyed. So he feels very embarrassed by all of this. And so uh, things are bad for Troy. Yeah. Jeff says that his he's successful because he doesn't remind girls of taking their little brothers to Comic-Con, which if if your big sister took you to Comic-Con, Comic-Con, like San Diego Comic-Con, that seems... She's, she's probably into, into she's the into nerd it. stuff. Uh-huh. Like, Jeff, if you're going to try to make a statement, just say Comic Store. Like, I yeah, would take yeah, somebody to Comic go. Store even if I'm like, well, look, I, I'm not super into the... Actually, look, let me look at this Spider-Man. See, I'm already a nerd again. I can't even not be a nerd in my hypothetical. Yeah, Jeff is wearing a $6,000 suit to this uh, Halloween party. I think he might be overstating how much that suit is. Suits can get expensive. And if it was during his lawyer days, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Fair. I'm sure he's the kind of guy to wear a $6,000 suit. Okay, you know, uh, uh, redrawn. Redrawn? Withdrawn. That's the word. That's the lawyery word. Reasons why you don't have any $6,000 suits. So, oh, And I'd, where would I wear them? More people are getting sick. Uh, they have fevers of 102. Um, and Rich is like, you know, I think we might be dealing with some food poisoning. And the dean says, now, Rich, what did I tell you? Uh, to rule out food poisoning and don't say the words <laughs> yeah that's i think that was the first line where i was like oh that's a little bit too real where it's just like yeah can you just rule out food poisoning and i'm like oh no but but rich says is maybe food po- i mean it doesn't turn out to be food poisoning but sure it's still suppression of information Yes, that is true. Uh, Starburns does walk by as a pirate asking if anybody wants to walk his plank, which is an interesting uh, euphemism. Classic Starburns. I bet that didn't get him any digits either. Uh, But it does get Pierce to grab him and bite him. And then everybody just kind of screams for a while. It's pretty good. Yeah, this this, uh, turns into a big screaming fest. And at this point, Rich is like, okay, I'm ruling out food poisoning. (laughs) <laughs> pretty good I, i've never i've never had food poisoning where i've bit somebody before mm-hmm. and now here 30 minutes into this episode uh, uh this episode of good morning greendale we get to the credits <laughs> the opening <laughs> credits here we are we've done it. uh the cre- the little cootie catcher in the credits has different halloween drawings which i appreciate yeah it's really um, good it's a lot of fun um chang shows up and he is very clearly a female figure skater mm-hmm. And he says, guess who I am? And Britta and Jeff guess Michelle Kwan and Christy Yamaguchi. And he's like, you just got proven to be racist by the racist prover. He's Peggy Fleming. Yes. A a different and not Asian. uh, 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 I forgot. Figure skater. My brain went to ice and it just stopped there. (laughs) I'm melting on camera. Everything I know about figure skating is from me listening to the you're wrong about about the two part you're wrong about uh, that was about uh, Tanya Harding. So the only figure skater of note, apparently the only one that I know about because I 
and Nancy Kerrigan because she was the other one sure. in that scandal. Yes, That's it. They're kind of tied <laughs> together now in Gee, history. I but. only know I only know everything about about Tanya Harding. Who is Nancy Kerrigan? <laughs> Uh, it's at this point that everyone starts looking pretty drugged out um, to the point where uh, Jeff mentions that. And Britt is like, yeah, I wonder like who's holding. Uh, yeah, and then she deflects. I don't remember how she deflects, but it's fine. Troy shows up. He has changed his costume. He is no longer Ripley in the movie Aliens. Mm-hmm. He is now... A sexy Dracula, which he has outfitted with supplies from the men's room and written Dracula on a uh, what appears to be a toilet seat cover. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is shirtless, so it does work as a sexy Dracula costume. You know, it's a pretty decent sexy Dracula costume. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the shirtless Donald Glover. Yep. Definitely you got the hits word the Dracula sexy around his his uh, his neck. Definitely hits the Dracula mark. Yeah. I'm going to give his costume an A+. This has been Early Grades. Abed is um, not thrilled, to say the least. Well, I mean, they have a duo costume, and if somebody abandons a duo costume, he's just a guy in a a bike helmet. Uh, Starburns, uh, who has, again, been bitten by Pierce, is progressing through all the symptoms faster than anybody else. But he didn't eat any of the taco meat, so Annie assumes that they must have been transferred through Pierce's bite. At that point, Annie and Rich start flirting again because he's like, "What zombie you're, you're apocalypse, my man? Smart, smart little nurse." And you know, I mean, even in the apocalypse, people are horny. Like, that's fair. If there's anything 2020 has taught me, <laughs> even in the apocalypse, people are especially in the apocalypse. People are horny. I don't know, man. I, I, my, my libido has gone down. I'll just say that. It's not. Yeah, it's not been like. Oh man. Okay, uh, that's good to know. I feel like that's the most ring my bell I'm ever gonna get out of you. So. Yeah, probably. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it was more of a. It was more of a pandemic uh, and uh, a world politics take than anything else. Uh. So. Yes. Uh, Where's the transition back to the show? At that, it's at this point that Starburns lunges at Annie uh, to bite her, and so chaos starts erupting. But then we cut to the dean's office. The dean is on the phone, still dressed as Lady Gaga. I just, I, I oh, adore yeah. his Lady Gaga outfit. He is, and he just, is, he is not going to abandon that Lady Gaga. He's on the phone with the army surplus store asking about the taco meat. Um, and the guy's like, no, I mean, you can't get food poisoning. None of it goes bad. He's like, but what about the taco meat? The, and the, the, oh. the surplus store has no idea what he's talking about. It's like, you know, the one with the silly label, classified Phoenix, if found, repeat key phrase, echo tango x-ray 997. And, and then, then the phone call gets taken over by special operations officer McHenry. I do like this. This is fun where it's like <laughs> this this random container of taco meat or whatever it is, is like if found repeat key phrase, like there's some fun, like spy secret government mm-hmm. black ops sort of stuff about. And it's, it's fun that this is just like 
cool. This not only this was a zombie like it's clear they're going for like a sort of zombie thing. Yeah. And oh, then abs- like oh, yes. This like repeat key phrase like black ops thing. It's it's fun. It's a, it's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. It was more fun in the before times. I'll just say that. It was more fun in the before times. Um, as as so those things were. Back at the party, Shirley is still talking to Jeff and Britta. Uh, she's like, you know, I'm a beloved character from our childhood. And they're just like, I mean, I, I can't unsee it. Like, <laughs> they are so sure. They got anchored to Miss Piggy. I mean, you know, it's like someone says, don't think about Abraham Lincoln. And now well, thinking clearly about I Abraham can only Lincoln. think of Abraham Lincoln now. Angry Ham Lincoln is what you sounded like, which I appreciate. I'm fine with that's, that. That's going to be my next Halloween costume <laughs> next year. I'm going to I'm gonna get a pig nose, sure. as we've established. Very uh-huh. easy to do. You're going to be angry. I'm going to draw like, some real angry eyebrows. eyebrows. Yeah, sure. Wear a big stovepipe hat. And I'm <laughs> going to be... Beard. And and the beard. I'm going to be angry ham Lincoln. This is. I can't decide if this is smart or dumb. Uh, and I think Why that's what makes a good Halloween costume. We can be smartly dumb about it. Okay. I'm going to Google angry ham Lincoln. Because I want to know if anyone has ever. I cannot be the first person to accidentally say angry ham Lincoln. Uh, so there is, um, <laughs> there is what looks like a little sticker or something that is a ham with a Lincoln uh, hat and beard. So um, I I did a quick uh, duck duck go search on it, um, and I found a positive review of the uh, the game Adventure Time Card Wars Finn versus Jake by Angry Ham underscore Lincoln. Very fun game, but definitely not perfect. Okay. Uh, there are I, a couple of bar and grills uh, <laughs> that are called Angry Hams. Somebody has challenged Angry Ham Lincoln in uh, a Reddit subreddit called Casual Battling. Uh, I'm assuming that's a Pokemon thing, but who knows? Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, next year if we can have parties again and we have a sweaty, puffy person Halloween party. Uh, I I hereby promise to go as Angry Ham Lincoln. Hold me to it, listeners. <laughs> I just hope somebody like sets up a thing on their phone and is like, on October first, twenty twenty one, remind Ben to go as Angry Ham Lincoln. Actually, what am I talking about? I'll do it. Yeah. No, I'm gonna. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna set an uh calendar. Um, October. Um, oh, I've already got a reminder on that day to uh, cancel my Apple TV uh, <laughs> uh, one-year trial. Um, I'm just going to write Angry Ham Lincoln. No context for that. Um, I now have an event on, <laughs> October, <laughs> on October 1st, 2021, that just says in all caps, Angry Ham Lincoln. So, uh, you know, in, in, in a year, you're going to be like, the hell is this and then i'm gonna pop up and because i put more context in mind i'll be like this is what i did this is what we did uh cool so we're doing great on this episode. i like how that this all is... just kind of came out of me saying a name wrong is all that happened there 
Look, our whole opening bit came from you accidentally saying you're going to put chocolate on your hot dog. And now now we got a new slogan, hashtag obey the bean. You know what? I guess this is just the episode where Mike says words are bad as opposed to every other episode of the show. It's at this point that Leonard tries to bite Shirley and um, she's just like, hey, I'm a, I'm a Christian woman. And Annie comes up at this point and is like, okay, guys, I think... We need to start an orderly evacuation without causing panic. Uh, so Zombie Leonard had uh, kind of followed somebody else. And at that point, uh, takes a big old bite out of her jugular vein. Um, and everybody panics. And and he's like, I guess that's going to, I guess that's, I mean, that's it. I mean, Troy comes up and he's like, holy crap, Leonard's a zombie and just shouts it. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, we do get a zomb- what I called a zombie horror montage to Abba's Dancing Queen. Yep, because Abba's still going in the background. Only um, oh, no, no, none more such Abba. Um, I do kind of want to know how much this episode, what the budget was on Abba license I bet, uh, for this episode. I bet episode. they got a discount because they got the bulk license. There, there's a whole montage. Uh, people are running around. They're getting bitten. Um the dean does eventually run outside and he locks the doors and they're they're like uh uh and the the dean says i've been told we need a little baby quarantine until the army gets here in six hours i do feel like back in like april it was like we need a little baby quarantine and now we're in november it feels too real it feels too real feels too real so uh zombie people continue to chase the crew abed's like i hate to be that guy i hate to be the we've got company guy but uh and they sure enough have company uh chang ends up accidentally distracting them because he basically is like guess who i am uh actually don't (laughs) they all sort of run around uh a little bit uh they manage they do manage to retreat to the study room. Yeah, Jeff and uh, Ch- Chang tries to lock them out of it, but Jeff wedges himself in. Uh, and then they they barricade it with some of the furniture. Jeff is like, okay, most important question. Did anyone happen to turn off the Dean's playlist? And then at that point, it goes into a grocery list, which mm-hmm. confusingly has the item milk, but not for eating. It also has black light. There's a lot of questions. This is more questionable than the human centipede thing. Mm-hmm. As we've discussed at length. So, yeah, they're all freaking out. They're like, it's the end of days. And uh, Rich just says, hey, no, it's not end of days. It's a rabies related pathogen. It would take years to take over the world. How many years? One. One and a half. <laughs> Which is it such could, a good, good line. It's uh, really good. And also, f- again, far too, too, too real. real. Holy cow. Too real. So Jeff kind of like classically goes after Rich because, you know, he doesn't like him. And uh, Troy and Obbins are like, okay, we got to barricade everybody in. And Rich is like, hey, if anybody's been bitten and no one says anything, you know, you're you're putting us all in danger. And then nobody and then says we, anything and they barricade and themselves And then we in. find out that Rich got bitten because somebody has always gotten bitten. This somebody is, has this always is gotten the bitten, thing. correct. This is the thing that, I mean... Not to be too real, but I I feel like, you know, 
in the times uh, before the before times when I'd be watching a zombie movie and and one person is like, well, no, I got, I got bitten, but I'm fine. I'll be, I'll be fine. I'll be the exception. I'm special. I'm like, that's so unrealistic. People are not that dumb. And now I'm watching it and I'm like, that's unrealistic. One person got bitten and snuck their way in one person. You're telling me that there's an entire group of people trying to tell me there aren't zombies. That is like a 95% compliance rate. It's no too much. freaking way. It's too much. Um, yes, that was that too was real. very much a downer. Thank you. <laughs> I I do my best. It can't uh, all be about the bean. Well, maybe we should make it all about the bean. All hail the bean. No, I can't, I'm not going to hail the bean yet. I need to meet the bean. Yes, you need to meet the bean before you can hail the bean. Th- we've said the word bean a lot for an episode that has <laughs> nothing to do with a bean or beans at any. It's meat. It, the taco meat doesn't have beans mixed in. It's. It's got rabies mixed in or something. Um, the, Jeff questions why the army will be there in six hours. And Rich is like, well, they don't have six hours because of the temperatures they have. They'll have brain damage in three hours. And then three hours after that, they'll be dead. And Annie comes up with a plan to lower the temperature to the building to help break the fever and kill the virus. Um, he's like, yeah, I mean, that might work. Um, so I, I, uh, I do want to take a moment because uh, uh, and 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 trigger the Colorado corner um, on October thirty okay. first in Colorado. Is it often needing to turn on the AC, <laughs> or is it just turning off the heat? Well, I mean, uh, you'd probably be fine just opening a bunch of windows, um, but it, it depends. That's um, fair. Okay, but the, on, the problem honest, with the like, windows is that you might let out zombies. Yes, exactly. But yeah, I mean, you know, it just, it depends. Um, some, some years it's fine and some years it's snowing. Uh, we actually, uh, they hadn't done it for many years uh, by the time I moved. But for many years, there were a, were a few like furniture stores that were like, if it snows on Halloween, your furniture costs like 90 bucks or, you know, whatever. Oh, wow. Because the the thing was always like, you know, it's it always snows on Halloween. And for whatever reason, they were like, no, we want to prove that it doesn't always snow. So they'd mm-hmm. like bet the furniture on snowing on Halloween. And I imagine there was probably something down in the like fine print that was like, just kidding. But it's more likely th- that it they was- have an insurance uh, uh, plan about that. If it does snow, then they get reimbursed. They're going to get that money. Don't worry. Don't uh-huh. don't you worry about that furniture place. So yeah, so you know that was that was a thing. Like there's a decent chance that on on any given Halloween in Colorado, uh, it is snowing. So you know. Okay, that has been Colorado Corner. I like how this episode or, or this podcast has been me calling your shot because you have you have questions about Colorado, whereas <laughs> I'm just like I either buy something or I don't. And sometimes it's so egregious that I need to yell about it on the podcast. And sometimes it's like, yeah, well, okay. I mean, probably it's pretty cold, but there are definitely some years where it's like, okay, like, you know, it's not bad. Well, I look forward to us covering a television show that has occurred in the mountainous regions of Virginia, which I do well, not believe the, there are any. We've been over. There's that movie. There is that one movie, the, but that's a, in Richmond. That's not the mountainous. That's the plateau. Okay fine we'll find something um i mean we could talk about uh dirty dancing that was filmed in smith mount or uh, mountain lake 
And I've been to Mountain Lake recently. Not recent, recent, but like I've been there. It, it's Dirty Dancing. They have signs everywhere. We this? Get, we're doing a Dirty Dancing minute by minute podcast. That's what we're doing. <laughs> 2020 was already weird. And now we're just. <laughs> now we're, we're banking explicitly hard. biting a James and Aaron. Uh, so speaking of biting, um, the zombies are trying to get in. Abed says he knows where the thermostat is. And so he and Troy can make a heroic run to that and, and set it to be cold and save everyone. Troy, we have to rise to the occasion like Ripley and kick monster butt in our undies. I'm not Ripley, Abed. I'm a cool, sexy Dracula. I make love to ladies and I survive. This is when Rich reveals that he was bitten and he turns into a zombie because of his slurred speech. Well, they go. He he does the classic thing where like he's go, he's going through all the symptoms and everyone in the room is like checking themselves for symptoms, but none of them actually have symptoms. And he's like, "Oh, I did forget one thing." I know. I love that we both wanted to do that. <laughs> well, I wanted to specifically call out the the listing of symptoms because that's a classic mm-hmm. airplane bit, right? Sure. Where Leslie have- Nielsen's talking about the symptoms and the pilot is having said symptoms in order at the time he says them, um, including the uncontrollable flatulence, which is you know noisy. From there, the poison goes to work on the central nervous system, causing severe muscle spasms. Followed by the inevitable grueling. At this point, the entire digestive system collapses, accompanied by uncontrollable flatulence, until finally the poor bastard is reduced to a quivering, wasted piece of jelly. And they're just like, we're just going to keep on. We're just going to keep on. Sometimes you got to keep on keeping on. Uh, Britta reveals that she was also bitten and immediately turned into a zombie as well. Yes. Uh, And so, um, just as I predicted, not not just one person. It's true. Uh, the compliance rate was much worse than we expected. Uh, so, Chang says, you got to kill the brain and throws one of his figure skates to try to re- destroy Rich's brain. But he misses, shattering the window right behind Annie and the horde takes her. And then they start coming into the room. And so yet again, we've got a sort of escape sequence to more ABBA. Um, because of course, mm-hmm. um, Annie kind of gets lost in the shuffle and Shirley wants to help. And Jeff is like, Nope, she's got just everyone for themselves. Yeah. Don't, don't look back. Don't turn. Don't look back. And she's like, why? And she looks back and she trips. She almost gets eaten by the zombies, mm-hmm. but last minute Chang grabs her and helps her into the ladies room. And then they barricade the door. And so they are safe for now mm-hmm. from the zombies uh so abed jeff and troy keep going towards the thermostat uh it won't help any if they're bit too well we we gotta we gotta swing back around because there's a very important moment here i did not write it down so go for it uh so they barricade themselves in the bathroom shirley's like i can't believe this is how i'm gonna go out dressed like freaking miss piggy and Chang's like, you're not Miss Piggy. Uh, you're Glenda, the good witch. And she's like, I always loved Peggy Fleming. And so they have this moment. And then Chang randomly goes in for a kiss. And then mm-hmm. Shirley randomly is into it. 
and then they start to get down to the humpity hump. <laughs> the the humpity hump is more uh, more uh, assumed than it's I- it's assu- well. What there, there's we find a out later. Gesture movement. We find out later. Well, so I don't yes. want. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. No spoilers. For no later spoilers in to this, this podcast. Episode. Who knows what's going to happen in 15 minutes? We might be talking about the bean again. Hey, look, I'm still neutral on the bean, so you know. I'm trying to get you to be pro bean. Anyway, so Jeff, Troy, and Abed have locked themselves into a dark basement. Uh, Abed asks Troy why he ditched his costume, and Troy doesn't want to talk about it because he's not a nerd. There is an angry cat sort of jumping around down here, which, uh, by the way, my cats did not like the sound of. <laughs> I can only imagine. I had headphones on, so I did not get to see my cat's reaction to it. Oh, they, boy, they were they were both asleep in, and uh, that first one, and then they both just shot up, and then... Uh, that the joke is that the cat just keeps coming. And I'm like, okay, okay, Dan Harmon, I get it. That the stop joke, stop this cat from jumping at them. It's been five times. I get the joke, but my cats hate you right now, Dan Harmon. <laughs> I I blame Dan Harmon. I mean, my cats certainly do. They abandoned the plan of trying to save people because they got to figure out what's wrong with this damn cat. Uh huh. Which is a a nice little throwback to Alien because there's the Jonesy the cat in Alien, mm-hmm. which I love. Um, and so they go, they try to go after the cat. They may they see a window, mm-hmm. and so they're like, okay, well we can we can climb up the the window, like uh, shimmy our way out. And Jeff's like, nah, I'll just take the door. I, I do like, yeah, because Abed sees the door. is like, oh, that one goes straight to the thermostat. And Jeff's like, it is not pretend playtime save the world time. It is quarter past. Let's get the hell out of this building time. Um, and then he chooses the door after realizing that if he got up into the window, he'd have to get all dusty and his suit would be messed up. It's a $6,000 suit. Which he does, he, which he, I, we, we blew by it, but he has taken his jacket off. Yes. His jacket is in the study room. So uh, Jeff decides to go take the door instead, uh, but there are zombies behind it. And so he gets attacked by zombies, including Rich the banana, who is wearing said jacket. And Jeff's like, no, you'll stretch it out. You're stretching it out. And mm-hmm. those are his last words ever as a not zombie mm-hmm. before he later becomes a not zombie again we're talking spoilers again ben i just you didn't thought, want people at home to think jeff winger dies in this fine? episode what i just didn't want the listeners at home to think that jeff winger dies in this halloween episode we ha- we have not told everybody that annie comes back annie could be dead she could be um anyway <laughs> who knows certainly not you if you watch this episode before listening to this podcast um, so they, uh, Troy and Abed climb up some shelves to get away from the zombies. And then they finally get to, uh, a little gated section that they can lock, uh, where the window is. Um, and Abed's like, okay, you gotta go, you gotta go. And Troy's like, I'm not going to go without you. And Abed wants, wants to Troy to make him proud, be the first black man to make it to the end. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Troy climbs up through the window. And then as Abed is starting to get swarmed by zombies, uh, Troy's like, Abed, I love you. And Abed uh, makes the Star Wars line of, I know. Which, it's so good. 
that that is it's so good. It's such an Abed moment. We're it like, is of absolutely course, an Abed of moment. Of course, he brings up the Han Solo Star Wars thing. Of course, like, of course he does. Um, and then uh, and then my note says Abed gets got. He sure does. I do. I do love because I do the Han Solo with uh, with my wife. She she does the I know more than I do. But uh, but it, it every time it's just Han Soloing. You just Han Soloed me. Uh, so Very outside, good. the dean is out in front of the school. Um, being anxious. He's just got a whole anxious. lot of anxiety, which is understandable. Troy runs up and uh, the dean's like, now, okay, Troy, did you get bit? Because I will mace you. And Troy's like, no, the everyone everyone got bit and they're not going to survive. We need to, we need to get in there. They're going to have brain damage. And the Dean starts talking about the chain of command. And then Troy just punches the Dean in the stomach. And um, then uh, the Dean's like, but how are you going to survive the zombies? He says, by being a nerd. The Dean says, better, better have, have a plan, plan B. B. Uh, Troy comes in wearing his uh, loader robot suit from the film Aliens. Mm-hmm. And he says, prepare to meet the power of imagination and immediately gets swarmed. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't know why I thought this would work. Uh, he does get, he does punch somebody and it leads directly to a Wilhelm scream, which I very much enjoy. You gotta love the Wilhelm I, screams. I am so pro Wilhelm scream. I've talked about it so much. I love it I w- so much. I, I can also, I will be pro, I'm, I can't make any statements on the bean neutral on the bean i like but how I we're just pro, setting up our little pros and neutrals and anti pro wilhelm scream it was ne- my text message alert for a while and it's a <laughs> terribly uh it's a terrible text yeah, message i can alert. only imagine there's anxiety there's, when i hear my cell phone do anything if it's a wilhelm scream i was like oh god what happened it was before uh i met sarah and i later told her that for a while uh it was my i i I had the wilhelm scream as my text message alert and she was like okay that would have been like relationship ending right there (laughs) like i don't think i don't think like i don't remember exactly what she said but she was basically like no if that was if if it was that when we met no Mm -hmm. so you know but be be cautious with how you set your text message alert i will say this though you said when you met. You've met at this point. You've been dating for a while. Put it back on there. Uh huh. There you go. Um, yeah, y- y- it's 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 the classic frog in the hot water. You put them in the boiling water. They jump right out. You start it cool. You start as a normal person, and then you just put all this Wilhelm scream nonsense, and then boom. I I've just okay. equated Sarah with a boiled frog. Okay. Uh, here's, uh, here's my proposal. Let's both set our text message alerts to the Wilhelm scream and see which one of us gets murdered first. Uh, you know, I, 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 (laughs) somehow I feel like I'm on a a much shorter leash. I don't know why. Troy is trying to fight through these zombies and he's really successful at first. Like he, he starts taking them out, but then they swarm and he's just like, oh yeah, no, I didn't, I, I don't know why I thought this would work. Right. He He, does break, he kind of gets rid of his, his loader suit and starts running through the, them to trying to get the thermostat. He punches zombie Annie in the face. He punches zombie Pierce in the butt and he goes to punch zombie Shirley in the face when zombie Abed grabs his arm and bites him. 
Mm-hmm. So Troy is done for. He's got a few final moments. Mm-hmm. And so he drags himself over to the thermostat mm-hmm. and reaches up and and tries to hit the button. And a, there, there's some blood on his finger. Like, sure. He was bit. I don't know how that happened. Oh, no. He's probably went, ah, you know, the boom, the blood. Um, mm-hmm. But but he does. There are a few little funny things that I liked about this scene. Uh, first, after he gets bitten by Abed, Troy's like, all right, you got me. Just f- let me get out of here. <laughs> you did it. You did what zombies do. Congratulations. And as he's dragging himself to the thermostat, he looks over at Jeff. It's like, still cool as a zombie. Yeah, because Jeff is uh, standing there just like flipping through stuff on his phone and so yeah he's just like wow i mean even in even in zombie time like jeff is still cool um troy has gotten to the thermostat but he has turned into a zombie and he turns around and abed's there and they do the high five but really exaggeratedly mm -hmm. it's a it's a zombie version of the troy and abed five Mm -hmm. um um so we cut to annie in the study room who is studying as a zombie um, and the AC kicks on, and Troy had succeeded because the AC is now at 58 degrees. The AC kicks on also while uh, Fernando starts up um, because, of course, this is an all ABBA soundtrack this mm-hmm. week. And everyone sort of starts coming to their senses while ABBA's Fernando plays in the background and gets super, super cold. Um, outside, men in black suits show up with guns drawn to lock down the perimeter. The dean's like, yeah, I was the only witness. One of them starts to pull a gun out of his coat pocket, but it's stopped when it's somebody's like, they're uninfected in the library. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's highly implied the dean uh, was like this close to just mm-hmm. getting blasted. Um, uh, so they, they switch over to scenario B, um, including a directive to, quote, dose these suckers. And they knock the dean out with a spray into his face. And they the screen fades to black and a whole lot more gas is sprayed and you can hear bodies hitting the floor. Uh, and it cuts to everyone kind of coming to from this. Uh, paramedics have shown up. Uh, campus security has shown up. Um, and the last thing the dean remembers was making the decision to go as Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doesn't Britta, remember anything else. Yeah, Britta is shocked that somebody would mass roofie an entire party and Chang is surprised it wasn't him. Uh-huh. That's uh that's classic Chang for you. Mm-hmm. Um and uh Troy and Abed are like uh Troy's like, hey, you wanna watch a movie? And Abed says, sure. Aliens, cyborgs, or zombies. And Troy says, I don't know why, but I'm kind of over zombies. Which also, first of all, it's weird that those are the three categories of movies that I, like that's just I, their thing. They've only well, got aliens, cyborgs, and zombies. I mean, it's Halloween, right? So you want to have a Halloween-esque movie on Halloween. That's, That's why fair. we watched The Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween, because it's kind of a Halloween movie. It's kind of a Christmas movie. You know, it's it's kind of both. It 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 sits in the two worlds. Um, I didn't do it this year because I was uh, playing Eternal Darkness on Twitch. But usually... Uh, I do actually watch the movie Alien on Halloween. Um, 
Not always, because uh, it turns out Sarah does not like it. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I maybe mentioned this before, but uh, I was like, yeah, I do this every year. And it's not it's not that scary of a movie. And then I watched it with Sarah and friend of the podcast, Tema, And they disagreed with my assessment about mm-hmm. it not being a very scary movie. And that's how I learned maybe I actually do kind of like horror films <laughs> uh, because I didn't think I liked them. And it turns out maybe I do. So, yeah. Anyways, we're still together after that, so that's good. Now we um, just have to do the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're they're walk off and they're, and they're like, I don't know why, but I'm I'm kind of over zombies and uh, they don't want um, anything like, yeah, action heavy. I'm kind of kind of not interested in like any act. Like you want to watch Marmaduke, um, and then we get an outro with George Takei again, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, he's he he the outro is like and hey by the way if your name is kevin here's a little greeting for your cell phone and he reads like a kevin's not available thing and i'm like he's on a starship with me george takei i've never wished my name was kevin until this moment because i would absolutely have this you could basically cut it and just go ben or like find something that george takei has said something closer to ben and just cut it in and then you're good Okay. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I should do this. Hi. Ben. Can't come to the phone. He's on a spaceship with me, George Takei. Please leave a message. And then we cut to the tag. And this is the first sort of tag where it's like a continuation of the episode. It's usually an unconnected joke. Yeah, it's usually totally non sequitur. Uh, but here, Troy is walking into the study room, um, you know, the, the next day or, you know, on Monday or whatever. It's it, There's no more Halloween decorations. They are solidly into November at this point. Mm. Troy checks his voicemail and he has a voicemail from Chang that's like, hey, Troy, if you survive this, and, you know, there's a bunch of screaming and whatnot going on in the background. If you survive, please spread this message for me. Shirley and I totally did it. And Troy, Troy is, looks confused. And he, he, the first thing he says is, why did he call me? It's true. If you hooked up with somebody in a zombie apocalypse uh, in the ladies restroom mm-hmm. and wanted to make that known, who would you call to spread that message? Of the community characters or of like real life? Of real life. I would just post it to Twitter. <laughs> That's fair. There's no calls anymore. It's all Twitter. It's all it's fair. It's all Twitter. You've got a point. If I wanted my mom to know it, be on Facebook. Okay, moving on. Uh I think now that means <laughs> that it is time for Okay, he's still laughing. Hold on a second. Yeah, it's not I'm time for it's not time it's for it yet. It's very good the way you just kind of quick turned. Okay. <clears throat> okay, now for reels. It is time for Great. So this episode is really well done. It is shot like a horror movie. It is paced like a horror movie. It is with if if it I'll put it this way: if it wasn't Abba, you could basically be like, "This is a horror movie where people are just quipping at each other, like mm-hmm. like a scream kind of thing, uh, not a scary movie kind of thing, a scream kind of thing." Um. I'm that's generally not the genre I drift to. Um, as we kind of discussed, you do, but I do not. Uh, you do, Ben, uh, because of the d- alien discussion. Um, but I, 
I, I've even though I don't, I'm not a huge fan of horror. For some reason, the fact that everybody everybody ends up okay and it's kind of a goofy way to get into the zombie premise. And I have watched, you know, zombie comedy movies before like Shaun of the dead and things like that. Um, I think it does this really well. And I think the, the threat is cartoony enough that it, it clearly has no stakes or a, a, a lower stakes so that I'm not like, Oh my God, what is happening? Oh God. Oh no. And you know, the threat is kind of, existential a little bit with the taco meat and the rabies and stuff it's it's it for whatever reason it doesn't trigger the same like oh god i cannot watch this so it's really well existential taco meat existential taco meat the episode title um i uh i i do like this episode it probably because it's a little bit too close to the horror genre that i'm not a huge fan of and i don't get a lot of the references for it's probably not one of my favorites um but it's still a good episode. It's and I keep coming back to it's really well crafted and it's really well designed. Um, if it's not the fact that ABBA is playing the entire time is such a masterstroke of making this super light and goofy rather than you could put any any generic zombie movie music and it becomes a zombie movie. But having ABBA there lightens it so much. I think that you know thinking back on it. I think ABBA is the thing that makes it so light that I can accept it because the music of something hits you so very, you know, the visuals are great, but if, you know, so much of the horror genre is like that, those like slight sounds, like the scariest moment for me was when they're in the basement and they have the cat because you just, it's quiet. And then you just go, um, it was certainly scary for my cat. It so. was certainly scary for your cats. And Lord knows I am closer to a cat than a human. Um, I don't know why I said that. That's weird. Um, so I don't know where I'm going with this. It's really well-crafted. Probably not my favorite, but it it clearly is one of the best episodes of Community. But for me, I don't think I can give it more than an A. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's really well done. Um, I mean, it's... The a lot of the ways that it's filmed and produced and the the set design, like I mean, for a community college Halloween party, the set design is overkill. Yes. But the whole point of this episode is that uh, it is you know a lot of times in Halloween episodes you get non canonical stories, right? Like, hey, it's a Simpsons episode where there are aliens or. Bart has telekinetic uh, magic powers. Or Homer um, goes into the third dimension. The most terrifying dimension of all. Um, well, we live in it, so yeah. So, you know, you get a lot of these non-canonical stories. And this one is very canonical. Like, they don't remember it because of they all got dosed at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But this episode is canon. And so... It's that weird sort of like, okay, we're not doing a non-canonical thing. So it's, yeah, the the design for this party is way overdone. But when it becomes this zombie horror movie, it's actually pretty perfect. So a lot of the, the work that has gone into this episode is so well done. The idea that the Dean's playlist is stuck on ABBA. So like the whole time you're getting... ABBA as a soundtrack to a zombie movie is actually kind of fun. 
Um, I was thinking about this in comparison to basic rocket science because mm-hmm. I noted then that I really like when this television show about a community college decides, okay, well, we're not about a community college now. We're about this this pastiche of genre or specific parody of a, of a movie like Apollo sure. 13. And the thing that I really enjoyed about that episode was how seriously everyone's taking it when it's just like, we got to get this fake space launch done before City College does. Also, it's a KFC branded space simulator right. where you have to balance herbs and spices. And so that level of like, this shouldn't be serious, but it is is for me what really sold it. This one's kind of the opposite where it's like no one's taking it. I mean, they do end up taking it seriously because they're being chased by zombies. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to, it's hard not to take it seriously when you're being chased by zombies. But even toward the end, Jeff is like, I'm not going to climb out a window because I'm wearing a $6,000 suit. I'm going to open this door and now I'm getting eaten by zombies. Like there's still sort of a, a not serious aspect to it. Mm-hmm. even when it's serious. And so it's sort of the inverse basic rocket science, if that makes sense. Um, I think so, yeah. But it's still this this uh, this idea that it's like, okay, this isn't really about a community college anymore, and now it's a zombie movie. And there's just something about it that doesn't work quite as well for me compared to basic rocket science. I think it's a really well done episode while still doing a lot of what basic rocket science is doing. Um, And I do think it's fun. I don't think it's a plus like basic rocket science was though. Um, I will still give it, um, I'm right on the edge between like a minus and an a. Um, I think I'll give it a solid a just for the, the design of it like it's it's a really well made episode yeah um it's well crafted from top to bottom so um and you know character wise uh i I think it's it's pretty good all the characters are on point um and george takei is there george takei is there uh you know troy and abed have their fight which it's you know um it's good because, you know, they're sort of this like unbreakable duo and, you know, it's nice to see like, okay, well, yeah, they have problems too. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot to like about this episode. I could go on ad nauseum, but I've gone on enough uh, because the bean demands. The bean demands us to go home. Take uh-huh. it home. Um, and while I will not explicitly, um, I will not explicitly listen to the demands of the bean. I, as a neutral party, I can take its advice and make my own decisions about my life choices. Uh, but we want to know what you think about this episode about zombie movies and horror movies and angry ham Lincoln and a- the angry bean. Ham Lincoln. Are you pro are bean, you- anti bean, neutral bean? What? Wh- where where are you when it comes to the bean? Are you in the sphere of the bean fluence? We would like to know all of these things and more. I'm sure we talked about other things, but no, man, I we can... talked a lot about the bean. <laughs> My brain only remembers bean. Uh, if you want to talk to about uh, uh, to us about the bean or anything else related to the, the bean uh, on this <laughs> podcast, good good beaning, good morning bean Dale bean bean good morning bean Dale. Uh, 
You Good can, bean, Beandale. You can do that by tweeting at Good Greendale. Uh, we'll get it changed. Don't worry. Good Beandale is coming. You can go to goodmorninggreendale.com, which will still be there because I'm not paying for <laughs> the URL for that. We're not Justin McElroy buying all these different uh, domain names. We can't do that. We're, we're just indie podcasters. We've, we've got a contact form that you can send us an email. Or you can also find a link to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Futurama. We're too lazy to even change that, so it's not going to be about the bean. Absolutely, but we will put up a new uh, tier of Patreon uh, support <laughs> to make make changes for this to be good. Good morning, Beandale. Uh, uh, you're making promises. I'm not prepared to cash because I'm neutral <laughs> on the bean. So, well, that's why we need to get you to Chicago to be to see the nature of the bean. Anyways, we have done enough damage. Far here, too much. So. Uh, League of Jeremy's uh, is the Facebook group. And, yeah, go join uh, it. It's fun. I think that is going to do it for us this week. Uh, we'll be back next week where we maybe talk about community. Definitely talk about the bean. This is a bean cast now. <laughs> it's all about that bean. Oh, give, sh- roll that beautiful bean footage. And uh, until next week, I'm Bean. And I'm Bean. I, I wish, wish you bean. bean.